This is According to Jim with Jim Joyner and Steve Sell, McPherson's sports talk show. Every day is an April Fool day for me because people say I'm a fool. Because you are the April Fool. Yeah, so 30 days. It's your day. It's my day, yeah. Listen Monday through Friday from 1230 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. According to Jim is your home for the McPherson Bullpup. Jake Kinnaman a three for the tie. Off the backboard and good! Jake Kinnaman makes it in at the buzzer and we've got overtime! Everything happening in the sports world. Galen wants Jackson and he scores! On the last play of the game! Unbelievable! And even some things not happening in the sports world. Just be patient and I know I stink. Everyone tells me I stink. Yeah, you're so the worst. I am the worst. Now it's time for According to Jim. Here's Jim Joyner and Steve Sell. Let's do this thing. Another edition of According to Jim right here on 96.7 FM KBBE. Or for those of you listening online worldwide at midkansasonline.com. I'm Jim Joyner on a very happy All Schools Day here in McPherson County. Joining me as always, the happiest man and the most popular man in McPherson County, Mr. Steve Sell. Steve, I really enjoyed watching you in the parade today. I, was I think there. you were on a float like three times. No, I was not. You, you, you would go through, you'd wave, and you'd say, hello, everybody, and then I was sprint not, to the back of the I line. I was not on the float. I was sitting by the Carson man. You were looking good out there. You had a yep. red hat on. I didn't have a hat on. Red suit, red tie, no. even red loafers. No. You were looking good today, Steve. I know you're trying to be modest and no. not tell all the people that you were now, looking good. You know, some people are going to believe I really did dress up like that, but I didn't. You look good. Well. That's all I'm saying. You still got the red suit on, and it looks good. Well, I got... You're a man of the All Schools Day. I'm a man of the people. Did you enjoy your, your visit to Main Street? I did. Because it felt like you were rejoiced and rejuvenated and, and, in fact, and I'm bouncing gonna, around. As soon, as soon as we get off the air, I'm gonna, I have a column about the All Schools Day. You were able to put sports. it into words? Yeah, I was able to put it into words, and by 1.15, it'll be posted on the website, so under Sell on Sports at midkansasonline.com, so... I'll have, a, I'll have my thoughts on the All-Schools Day up there. Well, what are your thoughts on the All-Schools well, Day? Not I'm, give a, we can't give all of them away, but just a few thoughts. A few things that went through your head as you wandered around today. Just how, you know, this is my 40th one. That's true. And it's it's a lot more enjoyable to go to the All-Schools. When I worked at the newspaper, I didn't get to enjoy All-Schools Day. I was you running, were running around. You were I was taking shooting notes. Pictures you were taking pictures and writing down, you know, the float number and the float name and who was on it. And so you you can't enjoy the parade that way. This time I gotta, you know, I, I before the parade started, I, I do I did what I like to do. I like to start at one end of Main Street, go to the other, and then cross the street, come all the way back up. And it's amazing how many people that you haven't seen in a long time that say, "Hey, you know, who all who all you bump into?" Oh, I I saw Bill Nelson. Okay, old Bill. Yeah, the the uh, principal from uh, Smoky Valley High sure. School. Uh, saw Craig Holman. Hadn't seen Craig Holman in a long time. He's an assistant coach for the Mac College. Of course, he has. You know, he's got his business downtown, but he's of also course. an assistant coach for the Mac College tennis team. And they're going to be heading the nationals next week in Mobile, Alabama. Saw Rodney Buckman. I haven't seen him in a long time. Nice to talk to him. Just a lot of people that I hadn't seen in a long time. Lori Buller. When I was at the newspaper, she'd always bring swim results in. That was like 25 years ago or 20 years ago, and. 
talked to her. So just got to see a lot of people I hadn't seen in a long time. Did you feel like the most popular man at McPherson today? Were, were not, people grabbing you out of the street? I am out of not the, street? the most popular man at McPherson. They were saying, Steve, Steve, I, come I don't, here. I don't know where you get that, but I'm not. Well, it's a it's a source. A source. Yeah, it's a it's a survey. Oh, okay. They've confirmed it. Well, so I doubt that. So with the All Schools Day parade and the activities that are happening today, is this something that happened for you when you were growing up in Independence? Did you guys have yes. a day like in this? In fact, I, I related... Neawalla? Uh, exactly. And Neawalla was actually a lot longer than the All... The All Schools Day is basically, you know, today, you know... You know, May Fate, you know, but Independence has like a, a, a community play production. I was in that one year. I don't want to give everything away because I talk about that. What was your role in the community play and what was the production? Oliver Twist. Ooh, were you one of Fagan's boys? I was a pickpocket. <laughs> and I strutted my stuff and I got to grow my hair down to my shoulders. Because How's the song go about picking pockets? Oh, I don't know what that. I don't. Isn't I there a song sing. about that? No, I didn't have to. I didn't have to sing. Oh, I bet you'd be good. I, well, I actually, and there was one part we did have to sing. It was food, glorious food, all, sausage and mustard. You had to put that British accent in there. But I was one of <laughs> Fagan's boys. I had all the, you know, I was real grungy looking. Of course, I'm grungy looking. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, you are. But I was all grungy looking. My hair was down to my shoulders. You know, they put a bunch of dirt on my face, so you know, looked like I was, you know, because we lived in the, you know, the the slime of of England or wherever this is. I can't remember where the thing's set. I think it's England. Yeah. Yeah, England. Yeah. I figured out that there is a song called You've Got to Pick a Pocket or Two. You've Got to Pick a Pocket or Two, boys. you got to pick a pocket or two. Yes, See, I, yeah, I knew you'd know yeah, the song. you got to remember, I'm old, and these things have to sometimes be brought back. To so me. back to Neawalla. Yeah. What were your experiences like with that compared to the All Schools Day? And for those of you that don't know what Neawalla means and you think, what is that word? It's the word Halloween spelled right. backwards. And, and they so have it's at Toby's, that time of year. They have Toby's Amusements. Okay. You know, and they're there all week. And then they have the parade on Saturday. They have they have a Queens pageant. The senior Ooh. girls in high school and the surrounding area in Montgomery County. And they get about 50 girls that get in. You know, they, get, they have the evening gown and they have the... They don't have the swimsuit contest, but they have, you know, like the questions from the judges they have to answer. And, and at the end, somebody's crowned Queen Neela. Cindy Cook was Queen Neela when I was a senior. A couple of my friends from college were Queen Neela. Really? Yeah, that they were Baker Wildcats and former Queen Neelas really? from Independence. Yeah. Wow, that's, that's... I've got a couple of them. Really? That's they're, fantastic. They're great people. Yeah. So when you think back to Neawalla, you were obviously... A younger person. Right, you, you, were, you were in your high. younger days. Grade and school and junior high. Was the trick-or-treating aspect involved with it? Oh, not really. Was it always on Halloween night or just a week close to that? Well, it, it, it was close to Halloween as it could be. It was, it's, it's always the last week of October. Okay. Except unless it runs into November, then they do it the week before. If, if, if the parade was going to be on November 1st, then they bumped it up to the next week. They did not want... Because that took the whole... It had to be in October. You know? Right. It was, it was a, so they... They bumped it up. So how do you compare it from that to All Schools Day here at McPherson? I think they're very similar. Uh, I, I think Neil Wallace maybe got a little more to do because it starts on Tuesday and there's a lot of different things. Like uh, they have, like my dad's band played uptown. Ooh, had, I didn't know your dad had, was in a band. Oh, he was in three of them. Wow. Yeah. Something Jones and the Redcoats. He was in the old dance band, which was a 15-piece Dixieland band. And then he and another guy were a, uh, called Paradox, because the guy he was with was 
really kind of crazy. So it was a real <laughs> paradox for my dad to have to put up with him. But uh, no, they had d- downtown concerts. Um, and one of the things about Neil Wall was um, Jim Halsey, who was one of the founders of Neil Wall. There were four guys: Jerry Webb, Don Dancer, Bob Waltman, and and Don and uh, Jim Halsey founded Neil Wall. Jim Halsey was one of the biggest country and wed- western agents of all time back in the '60s and '70s. So we'd get Glenn Campbell. Oh, Oak Ridge Boys. Oh, uh, Mel Tillis had come. Um, Wanda Jackson. She was big at that time. She was real big, and you know they'd come do a concert at Memorial Hall, the old antiquated Memorial Hall downtown at the Civic Center, and uh, boy, it, we would pack them. But that parade was really long because it it started on Penn Avenue, which is like a mile long, and then they'd turn on the Main Street and go down like the six blocks of Main Street. So it was about a it was a real, he- you know, it was a real walk. And, and we, our family always went to the Webbs who owned the local funeral home. They had the funeral home next to them, then their house next to the, their funeral home. Sure. And a bunch of our, you know, kids I grew up with and their families, we'd always go to the Webbs and, and then, you know, that was where we'd have the post, you know, we'd have food and all the kids, we'd end up going out. The college often had a football game that afternoon, the junior college, they'd play football at one thirty in the afternoon and things like that. So there's always something to do, but it was a lot of fun, very similar to All Schools Day, and I like both of them, to be honest with you. What are some of your memories, maybe early on in your time here in McPherson, so I guess this would have been late 70s or early 80s, with this festival and this week? I think the things I remember is... Because I think you were probably more involved then. Yeah, the wide range of weather. The weather was just really... There's been years where people were bundled up in coats and mittens and gloves, now, today it wasn't warm, but I thought it was very comfortable. It was a comfortable day to watch a parade. It wasn't real windy. There's been days the wind's blown 30 miles an hour. And uh, I think I remember, you know, just uh, to me, maybe I'm just getting old, but I thought the parade seemed shorter. Maybe it's just in the past. I felt like it ran a little long last year. Yeah, I thought it was a lot long. I, I felt like was- I had to rush back. Yeah, and, and because really we were up at the very start of the parade. So by the time it reached – down in South Maine, it was probably five minutes later. Or yeah, well, ten minutes later. Later, yeah, because they went pretty slow. And of course, the horses always bring up the rear. And I asked little my main man, the car man Carson Spotted Elk, why the horses are always last in the parade. What What was his answer? Well, he didn't have the answer that was correct. He was thinking, oh well, because they're the fastest. He and says, they stay he says, the back? because they're horses. Oh, that was Carson's. Well, I've got a pretty good idea, and I saw a couple of droppings of why I think I've got a pretty they, good and idea. That's why, why they're the, at the end. sweeper is right behind the horses after they go in the parade. Yeah, they don't want to let that hang around. But too I much. saw, I'm not kidding, I saw kids that couldn't have been more than three or four years old riding horses. Yeah, by themselves. It was impressed. Wow, impressive. Those are farm kids. I'm not a farm kid. I was a farm kid in the summer. I'm a suburban kid. I was a farm kid in the summer because my grandpa had a farm. That's true. I don't really have a parade like this that was involved in my childhood. They didn't have a parade for you just for being you? I don't know if I've ever been in a parade. I was thinking about that today that I don't know if I've ever been in one. For some reason, I was thinking that we rode in the parade when I was coaching the high school golf team. We won the state championship. You might have. Or... Or maybe yeah, I we might have we may or not, but I all I remember is uh, um, I don't I was thinking I rode in the parade one year. I don't think I've ever been in any parades. Mm-hmm. If I was, I was so little that I don't remember. Now it. when I was in, at Neowalla, they would have a kitty parade on Friday afternoon, Ooh. and all the kitties would dress up in their 
you know, whatever they go out. It was like, you know, your trick or treat, whatever. And See, I, we would do that at I'd school. I'd be like a baseball player or a journalist. No, I wasn't a journalist. You just walk around with a pen and paper. I walked around like a ghost, you know, with a sheet over my head and You're teeth sure. cut out, you know, could see out and look out. So I don't remember having any sort of parades or like that or events. In Olathe, we have this event called Old Settlers Day. Mm-hmm. And it's a lot of at, places have that. It's at the very beginning of September. And I only remember going to it once. Mm-hmm. And I was either a sophomore in high school or a freshman. And I remember hating it. Yeah, and well, remember thinking, oh, what are all these people from Gardner like, it doing It seems like here? every town has something like Lindsburg. You know, they have their Midsummer's Festival. Or Healings Fest. And then I think like, the what is it down in Mount Ridge, the Kettle Days or whatever it is. Inman's got theirs. Uh, I think they've got like an old Settlers Day. Canton Galva, you know, I used to go over to theirs, Empire Days. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it was. I remember one year that Canton Galva the celebrated their state champion, their three straight girls' state championship basketball teams. They had that as part of Empire Days. So, hung out in Galva over there for a while. I just didn't do a lot of parades like that. It was just not something we did. I was not in the band, yeah. so I never marched in a parade. I wasn't a band guy. I wasn't in the choir long enough for, for that to have happened. And our bands did march in this old Settlers Day parade in Olathe, but I was never really involved with it. The only And I didn't even go to this parade the year I was talking about. I just went on the Friday night and hung out with girls and walked around and tried to play carnival games. Sniff their hair. Yeah, that's, that's all I did. <laughs> yeah. Joe Biden. Well, maybe not quite like that. Yeah. But I, I wasn't there for the parade, so I don't know if I've really ever been in parades mm-hmm. and watched them, except for the last two well, years. You can say, I've been a, other than my two years that I lived in Lawrence, I've been a parade kid. But when I was in KU, <laughs> we would go back. The, there's a bunch of us from Independence that lived in, in the same uh, fraternity house. It sounds like a mess. Yeah, it was. And we would all go back. And to be honest, I have gone back one time. The, the one parade I did miss, I went back to Independence to Neil Wallow. It was like thir- it was like probably 10 years ago because I knew some friends of mine from like New York or North Carolina, we're going to be there. So I, I hadn't seen them since high school. So I went back, and and uh, Jennifer Springer had a big party at her house. Oh, sure. We, yeah, Jennifer always, Jen, she's great. Jen was great. Jen is great. She's <laughs> She was one of my best friends forever. So All right, Steve. It was an enjoyable day. Feel-good day. Now, the thing Warm, is, we've still got a really busy day still left to go today. Yeah, we've got soccer tonight. I've been here since 6.30 in the morning, and Ooh. I've got a long day still to go. Yeah. Let's take a break. When we come back, we've got to do some trivia. Right. And then we'll preview what's coming up for the rest of this weekend, what's coming up the rest of the day. We'll do all of that next. You're listening to According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE. You're listening to the According to Jim podcast with Jim Joyner and Steve Self. According to Jim is brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union, Farmers State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva, Next Tech Wireless, and Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson. You can also listen live Monday through Friday from 12.30 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. We're back on this afternoon's According to Jim, 96.7 FM KBBE. Jim Joyner, Steve Sell. Steve, it's an exciting day. Yeah, and we got to thank, we're getting great comments about the... uh, parade that was on facebook that's true calls letters emails yeah we already got a letter yeah, somebody it's already gone through the postal telegram service. i mean 
there was something in, in Morse code. I heard it. it went, yeah. Beep, 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 yeah. Beep, yeah. Beep, 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 beep. So we Said really appreciate job. all the nice comments because Mark and Lisa did a great job. You were manning the cameras, Sean. That's right. Engineer Deluxe, Jen back, pushing the buttons and... Than you. Than me. Yeah. <laughs> Lingering with the people. Yeah. All right, Steve, it's trivia time for us this week. We are fully ready to go this week. Yeah. Would you like to receive a trivia question first, or would you like to ask? I'll ask a question. Let's hear it. Okay, in 2015, Alex Gordon was the left fielder. That's right. Lorenzo Cain in center. That's right. Who was in right? Well, referring to the normal starter. Normal starters. He started all five games in the World Series. Because this person would typically start... And then they would bring in a nice man by the name of Paolo Orlando yeah. to play right field right. later on in the games. Right. How about my favorite person in the world, Alex Rios? Ooh, I wasn't sure you'd remember that. You want to hear a funny story about Alex Rios? Sure, I'm always funny. I was not a fan of Alex Rios. I, I thought he either. was the one weak link on that team. He was. And then he made a couple of big moments. But I, I said, going into it, I said, okay, I, I need... Alex Rios gone. Mm -hmm. And I said, if he does anything good, I'm going to go buy a pack of cigarettes and smoke them. Because I, I needed to get some, vo some voodoo and, and some good juju going. Yeah. And then he had a big double in game five of the ALDS yeah, he did. against the Houston Astros. But you know, it, that guy, you talk about a player that disappeared off the face of the earth. I don't know. I don't think anybody picked him up. No after one that ever year. picked him up and he never played again. All right. So I'm, I'm one for one. Yeah, you're Pretty good, good start. So. Yeah. Steve, we're getting close to Zion Williamson being Ooh. drafted as the number one pick yeah. in the NBA, in the lottery. I would like you to name me, let's say, four, since 2010, number one picks in the NBA draft. Oh, geez. Well, just think recently. Markel Fultz. Markel Fultz was one, 2017. Okay. Um, gee, Christmas. I got. How about some really big-name players? Just just think of some of those bigger-name rookies. Well, not rookies, but younger guys. Um, gosh, you'd have to. There's I, one that is involved in a massive scandal right now from Kyrie Irving. You've got Kyrie Irving. He's not who I was referring to. Okay. That was 2011. Okay. How about somebody who has made a lot of money and has one eyebrow? Anthony Davis. Oh, I thought he was longer ago than that. 2012. Okay. Anthony Davis. How about 2018? The school where he was at is in a bunch of trouble right now. Uh, DeAndre Ayton. DeAndre Ayton, 2018. 2016, Ben Simmons. Okay. 15, Carl Anthony Towns. Okay. 14, Andrew Wiggins. I figured for sure you'd get that. Uh, I don't... 13, Anthony Bennett. Biggest bust in the history of the... <laughs> Maybe the biggest... Other than LaRue... He's Martin. not in the NBA right now. No, no, he was a big bust. At a UNLV. What and then John Wall, 2010. Okay. A lot of Kentucky guys on that okay. list. Okay, I'll give you credit. I'm ready. Staying on the Royals World Series theme, Ooh, okay. one, only one starting pitcher won or had a winning decision in the series. The other three were by relievers. Name two of the three relievers. Well, Chris Young, I know, at least had like two. Well, this is just in the World Series. So Chris Young did not have a win? He, he, did, I, have, he did have a win, but he had a win in the playoffs too. But I'm, I'm talking just the World Series. There so, were four so Chris wins. Young is no? No, Chris Young's yes. Okay. There, there were four wins. Cueto, Johnny Cueto, had one. And then Wait, so am I picking a reliever? The three relievers. Who were the three relievers? So you've got Chris Young. Right. Luke Kochaver, I'm pretty sure, was the winner of game Correct. five. And let's see. They would have won. They would have won games one and two. So game one would have been an extra innings game. Is that the Chris Young win? Or no. is Chris Young's win in game three? He won game one. Or game four, I guess, would have been Chris Young because that was late. Yeah. So game one, it was late. 
it wouldn't have been Greg Holland, I wouldn't think. It wouldn't have been Kelvin Herrera, I wouldn't think. I don't think it'd be Wade Davis. There was one other guy mm, out there. It's not Tim Collins because he wasn't on that Older team. guy. P- pitched for the Oakland A's at one point. Then he went. He was Jeremy ex- Guthrie wasn't on the playoff 25-man roster. Ooh. Right-hander. Oh, what was it Ryan Madsen? You got it. Hey, that was pretty good. Well, see, I, I I'm trying. I, I've been a little hard. I went through the whole bullpen. Yeah, I've been through. I've been pretty hard with my questions, so I, I tried to soften them up. Now, I would have got Young and Hochaver for sure. I would not have got Madsen. Yeah, Ryan Madsen. He was sort of a, a hero on that team. Yeah. Everybody forgets about mm-hmm. him. We might not have time to get through all five of our trivia questions, but my next okay. one is still an NBA. Okay, we're, we're we're getting close to the NBA Finals. Okay. There have not been a ton of NBA Finals MVPs the last few years because LeBron James has won three of them. Every year he's won a title. He has been named the Finals MVP. Can you name me the other players since 2010 that have been named the Finals MVP? Andre Iguodala. Andre Iguodala, 2015. How about the last two years? Same guy. Last two years, uh, Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant. You've got one, two, three more. Okay, I was trying to think who's all. Two of them played against LeBron in the finals while he was in Miami. One of them. Oh, I was going to say Dwayne Wade. No. Okay. Played against LeBron while he was in Miami. Okay, I got to think who Miami played. Uh, Tim Duncan. Same team, different guy. Uh, Tony Parker. Same team, different Monty guy. Ginobili. Same team, different guy. The one that's still good now. The one that's still good for the Spurs. The guy anybody? Oh, Lamarcus Aldridge. No. Okay. Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi. Oh, I yeah. don't think of him with San Antonio. How about 2011? First year he was in Miami. First year he was in Miami. Who was the team that beat Chris them in Bosch. the finals that year? Chris Bosh. No, uh, they were playing against oh, them. Oh, against Miami. Who beat them in the finals? LeBron was the finals MVP every year he was in okay, Miami. I'm and trying to think who won from the West. Houston? Did Houston have anybody? Wright State. Okay. Dallas, Dirk Nowitzki. There you go. All right. And then 2010 was Kobe Bryant against the Kobe Celtics. Kobe Bean Bryant. Kobe B. Okay. All right, so let's go to our next one. Am I feeling good still? Yeah, and I'm still on the World Series. Good, I like or that Or not on time. the World Series, but the 2015 Royals. What two teams did they beat in the playoffs to make the World Series? Steve, we got that one. Well, they played the Houston Astros in the American League Division Series. Okay. Won it in five. Then they played the Toronto and see, Blue I wouldn't Jays. Rem- I wouldn't remember. You wouldn't Toronto. remember that series. I wouldn't remember Toronto. Josh Donaldson, Jose Bautista. Yeah, they won that in six. Okay, that was all right. Okay, yeah. This one I feel pretty good about. I'm. I need you to answer all ten of these. Oh, but I think you've got this. I want you to name me every team that won a World Series in the 1980s. That's right up your alley. In the 1980s. Let's start with 1980. 1980. It was the year after Pittsburgh won. That's right. Oh, let's see. 19, I want to say Philadelphia. It was the Philadelphia Phillies. Okay. 1981. I want to say... This team won twice in the decade. I want to say the Dodgers. It was the Dodgers. How okay. about 82? Uh, 82... I really would think you should know this. Redbirds. The Cardinals. 1983. Orioles. The Baltimore Orioles. 84. Um, this is the, the only one Detroit I think in mind. There you San go. Diego. You got it. 1985. Royals. 1986. Mets. 1987. A's. No. Giants. No. 
87? 87. This team won again a couple years wasn't later. Wasn't it the A's and Giants in the Earthquake series? That was 89. Okay. So 87 was the Twins. Okay. I wouldn't have got that. That, that wasn't a real popular team. It was no. the 91 team that yeah. everybody still thinks of. And then 88. Dodgers. You got it. That was pretty good. You got 9 out of 10. Yeah. I'll give you credit for okay. it. All right. We got time for one more each. Who was the first McPherson High Boys basketball player Ooh. ever to score 1,000 points in his career? Man, that's tough. The old-timers will know this one. Is it George Chaplinski? George Chaplinski. Hey, look at that, Finished Steve. I went four for four winnable. today. And my final question, the bus broke the McPherson High single-season rushing record. Whose record did he break? Dwayne Chandler? Kyler Kinnaman? Kyler Kinnaman. Uh, I, 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 it was one of those two. There you go. My last question for you, Steve. So in... Uh, I, I want to do this one. This is a little different. Okay. So there was a pitcher for the Royals in 2011 that threw two-thirds, two and two-thirds of an inning in a loss to the Cleveland Indians, 19-1, to that gave up 14 runs. Do you know the name of that pitcher? Vic Marazzo. <laughs> it was close. Mazzaro. Still close. Mazzaro. There you go. Okay. Vin, as in Vincent. Didn't I say Vin? You said Vic. Vic, okay. I'll give you credit, though. Vin, Vin Mazzaro. Mazzaro. Oh, yeah. He, had a, he gave up 14 earned runs. His ERA was like 2,000 or something. His like that. 14 earned runs given up was the most by a relief pitcher since 1942. Why did they leave him out there? He was originally scheduled to be the starter the next night because they brought him up because I think Bruce Chen got hurt. Why did, and they decided why they that they're going to send him back to why AAA. Did, why did they leave him out there to get slaughtered? That's just Tough terrible. times for the 2011 Royals. That was Tony Pena Royals, I think. Uh, it was more like Trevor Hillman Royals. Oh, or Trey, Trey Hillman. Trey Hillman, ooh. Yeah, yikes. What a bad hire that was. Bad ooh, times. Bad times. All right, Steve, let's take our final break. We'll preview what's coming up the rest of the weekend, what's coming up tonight. We'll do that next. You're listening to According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE. You're listening to the According to Jim podcast with Jim Joyner and Steve Self. According to Jim is brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union, Farmer State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva, Next Tech Wireless, and Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson. You can also listen live Monday through Friday from 1230 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. Ramping up this week of According to Jim, 96.7 FM KBBE. Steve, it's been a while since we've had a broadcast of any sort besides this show. I think we've been waiting for an out to be able to finally get some games under our belts, whether it is baseball, soccer, whatever it could be. And we could have done... They were delayed about four times this week. We could have done softball last night, but it was raining and it would have got our equipment all... And Steve would have trembled the entire broadcast. Yeah, it was cold out there. But finally, we get some bullpup soccer tonight in this heavily anticipated rivalry game between McPherson and Bueller for a league championship. Both teams playing their final game of the regular season. Bullpups going for a school record. Regular 15 season wins. Record. Yeah, 15 wins in the regular season. And we mentioned it a little bit on Tuesday before the game got postponed because of bad weather that day, and they were anticipating some storms that night. Well, they didn't really come. Field was still very wet. But we talked about how these are the two most dominant offenses in the state in the entire state yeah McPherson has scored 90 goals this year Bueller has scored 78 
Both of them have played 15 games. Bueller's given up a few more goals. I think they've given up 14 Did this Bueller year. Did play another game? They played Nickerson last night okay. and won 3-1. Okay. So they were originally going to play Tuesday and Thursday, but instead it turns into a Thursday-Friday, yeah. while the McPherson girls haven't played for a week. Right. So that could be something that helps them here tonight. But this is also a McPherson team that has its eyes set on next week, too. They with got getting the postseason going. They got going, their eyes on the prize. Maybe even the following week after that, because right. they're starting to earn some more respect. And where's State? I didn't even look at the Final Four. Emporia, to my knowledge. Oh, okay. Which would be a good place for that to be. Pizza Ranch. <laughs> yeah, you'd be feeling good about that. Yeah. But that, that's a conversation for maybe next week. But it should be a fun one tonight at McPherson Stadium. It's about time we have a game, Steve. Yeah. It's about time. It's about time. It's been a while. Yeah. So we're looking forward to that coming up tonight. It'll be at 6.30 at McPherson Stadium. We'll take the air about 6.20. Steve, I also need, before we go, your prediction for Golden State and Houston tonight. Houston game wins, six. Houston wins the night. Golden State wins game seven. They there find you go. Win. Kevin Durant will not play. That's right. Either game. He is out. So that's how you're seeing it. You're sticking to it. I'm sticking to it. Other, I've, I've ridden Golden State all year. I'm not getting off the bandwagon now. Yeah, you better stay on there. Other events that are happening today for the McPherson High teams, track and field, league meet at El Dorado. Yeah. Also, Jared Novak in the state tournament today in Topeka. Have you seen an update on, I have not seen on a an first update. match? I have not seen an update. Okay, so we'll hopefully get an update on that, and hopefully he'll be playing into Saturday Raise a chance to be the first McPherson if he wins boy two, to win. If he win. wins two today, he'll be in the Saturday semis at 10 o'clock. And then girls swimming. League meet at El Dorado. Tomorrow. You you can get the sense that everything's starting to come to a close. Well, this is league week, next week's regional week, and then state week, and then vacation time. And then, then Steve taking Barkley a nap. As Chuck would say, it's Cancun time. Steve, I think you're feeling good today. I am feeling good. This is the best you've felt in three months. I know. Steve normally walks around day. and goes, I'm just dragging today. All schools day got me all fired up. You are kind of fired up. Oh, yeah. You better be fired up tonight for a little soccer broadcast. Oh, Do you I think will. you'll bring it? Oh, I'll bring my A-game. A-game for oh, sure. Yeah. We'll have Mitchell back on the board. Rock he was star. He was riding the parade today. Saw he Mitchell was feeling the, good. Saw Mitchell in the parade. Our guy Mitchell will be ready to go oh, tonight. Yeah. rock and roll. Steve, we'll talk to you tonight. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Hopefully you can play golf at some point in the future. Hopefully Sunday. That's the, that's the big hope is Sunday. Wrapping up today's show, for Steve Sell, I'm Jim Joyner. Thanks for listening to According to Jim. We'll talk to you tonight at McPherson Stadium. According to Jim with Jim Joyner and Steve Sell was brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union, Farmers State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva, Next Tech Wireless, and Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson. Make sure to listen to According to Jim every weekday from 1230 to 1 p.m. right here on 96.7 FM KBBE.